Welcome back to Adventures with Uncle Frederick. This is chapter three, which means that if you're just joining us, you'll probably want to start at the beginning with chapter one, the cat and the cello. This chapter is called Officer Nafjot. Enjoy. Before we start, just a quick word from one of our sponsors. This episode is supported by Chipmunks, real monks making wooden toys for the modern child. If you ever find yourself driving in the Swiss Alps, why not visit our small monastery perched atop the mountains and overlooking the misty valleys below? Our workshop dates back to the Middle Ages, and since time immemorial, we have made specialty wooden toys. We make rocking horses, building blocks, wooden swords, and much more. We are also the original inventor of the wooden spoon, which is currently on clearance. And for a limited time only, if you spend over 100 euros, you will qualify for our free wooden teddy bear. Today's children are much too soft and spoiled, so we've created a wooden stuffy to remind kids that life is hard. Our teddy bear may not be snuggly, but he is durable. No need to wash or clean him either. Just place him in your child's bed and within days, your child will develop a strong sense of character. So check us out. That's Chipmunks, the monks who let the wood chips fly. And now back to our story. Iris desperately hoped Uncle Frederick wouldn't come up with another one of his stories. She looked through the back window of the van. A stern-looking police officer with a black beard and a large orange turban was approaching. I wonder how fast we were going, asked Owen. He seemed both curious and worried at the same time. Not to worry, said Uncle Frederick as he rolled down the window. Everything will be fine. Uh-oh, thought Iris. This spells trouble. Like any observant twelve-year-old, she had noticed that even during the worst crisis, adults always claim that things will be just fine. She had also observed that Uncle Frederick seemed out of sorts lately. He had always been a bit unpredictable, but he usually had a twinkle in his eye. The last while, she had caught a glimpse of a different Uncle Frederick, as if he wasn't quite himself. Maybe he was feeling burnt out. Well, what have we here? interrupted a voice. My name is Officer Nafjot, and nope, that is not a girl's name, and no, my last name is not Singh. Uncle Frederick looked surprised. He chuckled and said, I wouldn't have thought to ask. Perhaps not, said Officer Nafjot, but it is better to be on the safe side. And now you may ask about my turban. Yes, I see those curious eyes bulging out and staring at this magnificent work of art. And then we will proceed to the main affair, namely, issuing a ticket for speeding on the Queen's Highway. Then little Katie plucked up her courage and said, I like your hat. It's so colorful. Is it hot in the sun? Officer Nafjot grabbed a pencil from his pocket, spun it around, and then used it to part his beard and uncover his mouth. Now that is the right attitude, he said. The little one is the bravest of all. 
This turban can be a little hot, especially if you ask my wife, but I wear it mostly for style points. And now, on to the business at hand. Who wants to guess how fast you were going? Officer Nafjot smiled, raised his eyebrows, and waited for an answer. Maybe ten kilometers over, said Iris cautiously. She hoped that by low-balling the number, she could help get Uncle Frederick out of trouble. I bet at least twenty, said Owen, who was starting to warm up to Officer Nafjot. Very good, very good, said Officer Nafjot. You have a bargaining spirit. Your ancestors must have been successful businessmen. Iris was secretly impressed by Officer Nafjot's ability to understand people's characters. It was like he could peer into their minds. She wondered what he would say about her. But Officer Nafjot said, And what about the main occupant of this motor vehicle, if you can call it that? Would you like to hazard a guess? Going once, going twice, guess your speed and know the price. Uncle Frederick laughed, and Iris wondered if Officer Nafjot went through this whole routine with every speeder on the Queen's Highway. Uncle Frederick said, It all depends at what point you clocked me. If you average all the different speeds we have driven at today, you will find... Ah, interrupted Officer Nafjot, this man is getting clever with me. He's trying to finagle himself out of trouble. He is trying to bamboozle me. But Officer Nafjot will not be fooled so easily. To Iris's surprise, Uncle Frederick was laughing too much to say anything. He shook his head and thumped the steering wheel. Iris was getting worried. What if Officer Nafjot arrested him for not respecting him properly? Wasn't there some kind of thing you could be arrested for? Something to do with really annoying a police officer? Officer Nafjot frowned. He stroked his beard and looked at Uncle Frederick. I see, I see, he said. Here is a man who is playing it safe. He is a man who doesn't gamble even when he has nothing to lose. He is like a sailor who stays in the harbor because he is afraid of the waves. He is a musician who is too afraid to make mistakes so he doesn't play at all. I can go on and on, but I can see that these lovely children are getting curious just how much all of this is going to cost. Now, let's give you one last chance to make your excuses. Here we go. Let's start with the brave little girl. What's your name? Katie? Okay, Katie, why were you speeding? We were just having fun, said Katie. We were trying to see how many tires we could pass. Interesting, said Officer Nafjot. Not an excuse I've heard before, but very creative. I like it. What about you, young boy? Tell us your name and why this man had to break the law. I'm Owen, said Owen. And our Uncle Frederick just likes to go fast. He has a very boring job, as he has to play the cello all the time. That's his job. So he desperately wants to do something exciting. At least that's what I think. That definitely doesn't help, thought Iris to herself. Officer Nafjot stroked his beard.
I see the young lady disapproves, he said. Would you perhaps have a better excuse? Iris racked her brain. I told him not to go too fast, she said at last. Very good, very good, said Officer Nafchot, who was simply a fountain of words bubbling over. And finally, he said, for the grand finale, we come to the man responsible for this fiasco. Here's a man who laughs at the law, who thinks speeding is a funny business. My good man, what do you have to say for yourself? Iris really hoped Uncle Frederick wouldn't do anything silly. Uncle Frederick thought for a moment. My good man, he said, I was only speeding so I could see you sooner. I didn't want to delay our meeting, and so far it has been an absolute pleasure. At this answer, Iris expected Officer Nafjot to explode and arrest her uncle at once. Instead, to her great surprise, Officer Nafjot doubled over in laughter. He slapped his knee and spun around in a circle. When he finally composed himself, he smiled a great big smile and said, The pleasure is mutual, my friend, though you were probably not expecting to see me so soon. This man is very strange, thought Iris. Why doesn't he get Uncle Frederick in trouble? Then Officer Nafjot put his pen back in his pocket and said, Do you want to do the explanations, or shall I? And Uncle Frederick replied, I'll do the honors. Then he turned to the kids and said, Children, this is my dear friend, Officer Nafjot. Years ago, we went to school together, and I was hoping to meet up later today. Only I thought we would meet at Rita's Donut Shop, a little further down the road, and I guess Nafjot thought it would be funnier to stop us for speeding. I knew it, said Owen. No police officer would ever talk that much. Don't you guys have to give out so many tickets per hour? Isn't that how you get paid? Officer Nafjot laughed. Which reminds me, he said, I never told you how fast you were going. Well, it is my duty to inform you that your top speed was exactly seven kilometers over the speed limit. So I think we can probably let you get away with a warning. But should I ever catch you going any faster, I will have to obey the dictates of justice, friendship or no friendship, and issue a most severe speeding ticket. Phew, said Iris. I was worried that was the end of our trip already. It is just the beginning, said Officer Nafjot. Here we are at the foot of the mountains, the Minstrel Mountains, a tourist paradise and a lovely place for camping, adventuring, swimming, fishing, spelunking and much more. But before you go on to your campsite, follow me and I will treat you all to doughnuts. Thanks, said Katie. I love doughnuts. Then you are in luck, said Officer Nafjot. Now follow me. Then Officer Nafjot escorted them into a little town called Amicable, at the foot of the mountains, and brought them to Rita's donut shop. As they walked in, Uncle Frederick explained to the children that Rita was Officer Nafjot's wife. 
He's the only police officer within miles, and since he was spending so much time at the donut shop, it's practically his office and it's where he meets people, that's why he figured he might save some money by marrying the owner. That's one explanation, said Officer Navjot. She also happens to be the kindest, loveliest woman I have ever met. As it turned out, that proved to be quite true. Rita was a short, cheerful woman with flour on her apron and a smile on her face. She had a triple chin and thick glasses, and yet no one could think that she was ugly. She welcomed everyone and let them pick a donut. Rita's donuts had the most wonderful names. There was the Custard King, the Sprinkler System, the Figure Eight, Blueberry Fields, the Frosted Glacier, the Chocolate Avalanche, and many more. When they sat down, Officer Nafjot explained that the Blueberry Fields had been added in honor of Nafjot's parents, who had worked for much of their lives picking blueberries. And have people started to accept you around here? asked Uncle Frederick. Have they stopped making fun of your turban? Well, it certainly helps that I married Rita. They know that if they misbehave, she'll give them a hard time when they want to order a coffee or a donut. And you, have you recovered from Berlin? I gather things did not go too well. All the kids' ears perked up. What happened in Berlin? asked Owen. Oh, I, I'd rather not talk about that, said Uncle Frederick. We're here to have fun and do some camping and just have an all-around good time. Not a problem, said Officer Nafjot. Though one word of advice, there has been some tension in these parts recently. Hard to put the finger on what's happening, but not everyone is happy. And it doesn't help that it has been so hot recently. A lot of folks are on edge. You better enjoy your campfires while you can, because I'm sure there will be a fire ban soon. Anyway, be careful, and if you ever get into trouble, give me a call. Then Officer Nafjot and Rita said farewell, and Uncle Frederick and the kids drove the last few kilometers to the campground. Katie had saved a piece of her donut for Maverick, Uncle Frederick's cat, and he licked off the frosting. As they drove into the campground, Iris suddenly realized she better text her mum. Mrs. Albright had given her a phone to take along, and just before Officer Nafjot had pulled them over on the highway, Iris had sent a short message. It read, Stopped by the police, told Uncle Frederick not to speed, but he didn't listen. She looked at it again. She had written so fast that it actually said, Told Uncle Frederick not to bleed, but he didn't glisten. Mrs. Albright had texted back, What? Are you okay? Oh boy, thought Iris. I better fix that. And then she texted so furiously that she didn't even notice Uncle Frederick stopping at the campground office, paying for the site, and collecting a bundle of firewood. Just a quick thank you to anyone who has left a review of our podcast. If you haven't done so yet, you can leave some feedback on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can even leave a Facebook review if you like. 
And of course, please consider sponsoring us on Patreon. Just search for Sophie and Sebastian. Till next time.